the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Hump day. <laughs> yes, indeedy, it's hump day. But did McCarthy make it over the hump into the speaker's office that in which he has already occupied? That is the subject of tonight's and pretty much the number one story across the country. But of course, you know me here in the Andrew K Show. We got other things to chat with y'all about tonight. So stay tuned and Joyce, uh, come along for the ride and enjoy. Uh, the show that we have planned for you guys tonight. But of course, we want you to be involved as well. 888-344-1170. If you've been paying attention to the speaker's situation there, it has adjourned tonight. Uh, McCarthy says he doesn't feel that continuing to vote tonight is going to be productive, but he feels like progress has been made. (laughs) Um, I'm actually beginning, the more this goes on, I'm actually beginning to enjoy it. And I will tell you guys why. But we, of course, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Feel free to Email me at andreakshow.com. I love to read my emails throughout the show and uh, just any way that I can communicate with you guys and enjoy you guys' company so much the better, right? We've got uh, Dave Elhoff is going to be with us next hour. I uh, can't wait to have some laughs with him about Kamala Harris's comments today about the economy. That's going to be fun. It's always fun to have him on. And then uh, this hour, we've actually got, it's been a while since we've had Al Parada on the show. Al Parada is Parata, not Piranha, like the little gnarly fish. Al Parata is the managing editor of the of the stream. It's been probably at least maybe a year and a half or two years since he was on. And I don't know why it's been so long since we had him on because he is hilarious. And his article that he's getting, it's, it's serious though at the same time, but he's got... Uh, a story tonight, a perspective to share with you guys about uh, how the United States, how 2022 was the year that the United States became a bananas republic. He's got a spin on the banana republic, and it's it's a serious story, but a uh, serious uh, uh, op-ed piece that he's written, but it's also uh, hilarious at the same time. And we like to have fun on uh, the Andrea K Show. Speaking of fun, you know who I have fun with every night of the week? It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. Um, What you just uh, said about the so-called infrastructure bill is why I voted against it. It's only 23 percent real infrastructure. It has some good stuff in it, but it has a lot of really bad stuff. And uh, I'm I'm not going to buy a car to get the cup holders. (laughs) Just sharing some wisdom from one of my favorite senators. I do love me some Southern wisdom. I'm not going to buy a car just so I can get the cup holders. Okay. Who remembers Vern? Who remembers the commercial? Oh yeah, I remember Vern. What? What was? What? What was it that he was selling? I remember the. Um, 
I remember the commercials, but I don't remember what his taglines were or what products he sold. Uh, Going to have to look that up. Somebody I, call yeah. 888-344-1170. Skins doesn't have the, He's got too much going on to be Googling and researching old commercials from the 80s, I think it was. But if somebody can tell us who this Vern person was, 888-344-1170. I'm just in a bit of a mood tonight. I'm, you know, it's been so serious for so long. And I'm one of these people, as you guys know, that can end up getting giggly over uh, over over things. Um, it is serious what's happening with, with Speaker, but I, I want to I, – I, it occurred to me, as everybody has been absolutely hysterical, I think I touched on this a little bit in last night's show about the, the fact that I think that, um, uh, you know, that the overreaction, the melodrama, the histrionics surrounding the fact that Kevin McCarthy did not get coronated and that a vote was actually supposed to take place is astounding to me. I want to tell you guys something, and of course, I, and I'm going to I'm going to tell you straight up. I haven't had a chance to actually research this, but I but I believe the person who uh, retweeted this today. Y'all know my friend, uh, All American Jen, Jennifer Kern. She's got her uh, show, All American Radio. Uh, She tweeted this out today. She said, Dear Congress, Speaker of the House vote went to 130 plus ballot rounds in 1856. 130 rounds. McCarthy calls it quits tonight at five and everybody says stare everybody in this country, including some of my dearest conservative friends in conservative media, were literally hand wringing and gnaw boning and hysterical about how bad the Republicans looked with all this chaos at, at the second voting round. That's ridiculous. Back in 1856. When people had to fight for the positions, when when our politicians went there to actually represent the people, when we were at a time in our country where we relished debate and we allowed for debate and we weren't expected to just go in lockstep with whatever some hierarchy that had been established decided to force on us, that's the way our country worked. That's the way it's supposed to work. This dude moved himself into the Speaker of the House office before a vote took place. This country was founded on, on representative government. It was founded on the idea that we, we didn't crown dictators. We didn't crown royal family. And that's where we're at. And the more this goes on, the more it sends a message to the establishment that we're done with that. That we want a restoration. When you think about what was going on in 1856 and you think about the MAGA movement, Make America Great Again and America First, isn't, isn't this a window into how bad our government has gotten, especially our Republican Party? Because quite frankly, the, uh, I hat tip to the 20 holdouts because the other, you know, uh, uh, you know, 200 or so that are in lockstep with McCarthy, I got a problem with them. I'm curious what you guys think about Trump supporting McCarthy. I'm curious what you guys think about. Uh, my friend, Dr. Gina, had a good point today. Uh, she said the fact that Trump has endorsed McCarthy when our man Biggs and so many other, uh, Boebert and so many others in MAGA, you know, either in it's Congress. not a good sign. Well, well, what it, 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 well, I tell you what it is a good sign for. It's a good sign. It blows through the idea that we're such a cult of Trump oh, yeah, exactly. that we're, that we're going to follow anything that he has to say. And and Gina, who's good friends with Trump and talked to Trump last night on the phone about him supporting McCarthy, she's just she is just so anti-McCarthy and it, and it and it remi- it's a reminder that we're not a cult, that we think for ourselves, that MAGA is a, about a movement, it's not about a man. 
and we think the MAGA play here is McCarthy is not is not McCarthy. And if it's going to be McCarthy, and here, and by the way, I saw Biggs in an interview. Memo to me, we need to bring Biggs on. We haven't even thought about bringing him on. That's how busy we've been. But Biggs was saying today, McCarthy would have been voted speaker. But for the fact that when they all had a powwow with the Freedom Caucus and Andy Biggs and others said, here's what we want to vote for you. We want you to take conservative positions. We want you to seal the border. We want you to cut spending. We want you to do a few key things. We we want uh, to impeach Mayorkas. We want to do a few key things here. He refused to do it. You got to think about that. It occurred to me today that the Republican Party, we, we tend to say that they cave, right? Oh, look how the Republicans caved. They don't cave. This isn't about caving. You look at the this strength. This is who they are. We, well, you look at the strength McCarthy has had to stand up to the Freedom Caucus. He's not caving to the Freedom Caucus, is he? He's not caving to conservatism, is he? He's not caving to the Constitution, is he? So when he, as the leader, the minority leader in the House in the last few, uh, last few years since we lost control of it, as he has joined with the Dems, he has voted, I think, something like 44% of the time with the Dems. His voting record is atrocious. So when the Republicans join with the Democrats, don't get it twisted. Don't start saying that the Republican Party is caving. No, what they're doing in in, in that instance of what they have done is they've revealed that they are actually in lockstep with the Democrats in terms of what uh, the Democrats are doing. Um, And and, and here's uh, – what do I want to play next? I think – I don't usually play clips from other shows, and particularly Fox News. Y'all know I don't like to promote other shows, and in particular, I got a problem with Fox News. But I think in this instance, just to piggyback off the situation of of Big saying, look, he would have been voted speaker if he had just agreed with us in the Freedom Caucus of, you know, basically upholding constitutionalism and conservatism and actually doing some things that the Republican Party has been promising to do on the campaign trail, and he refused to do it. Says a lot, doesn't it? But here's an idea that also sheds some light on who McCarthy really is if he won't take this idea, and it does come from Tucker Carlson. Skins, please play clip two. If Kevin McCarthy wants to be the speaker, he is going to have to do things he would never do otherwise. Like what? We can think of at least two things. First, release the January 6th files. Not some of the January 6th files and video all of it. Mm-hmm. And not to some phony committee that will hide them, that in fact is designed to hide them from the public, but put them online, release them to the public directly so that the rest of us can finally know what actually happened on January 6th, 2021. It's been two years. It's long overdue. It's our right as Americans to know. And McCarthy could tell us. That's right. Remember when Andy Biggs was on, one of the things we've been talking about over and over and over is the weaponization of our government and how American citizens were thrown into a gulag, denied their constitutional rights, all under the guise of, that. and what was their crime? That they dared to question the outcome of an election. And Congressman Biggs on this show said he has had trouble in getting even members of the Freedom Caucus to do anything to address the Jan 6 crimes that took place. McCarthy and the rest of them have done nothing to try to get the truth to the American people. Why they let Trump and 75 million MAGA voters be dragged to be, uh, be, be called domestic violence extremist. To say that the real threat to this country is MAGA. 
right? We talked about a, a, a jihadi terrorist attack that took place in New Year's Eve, and they're not talking about that. No, they're still continuing to push, the, push this falsehood that the threat to the, to the United States is white supremacist, a.k.a. MAGA. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this discussion briefly. We also got to talk about what does this mean for the head of the RNC and a little bit more. And then, of course, coming up, we also have Al Parada is going to be here with his 2022 year in review and why 2022 became the year that the United States became a bananas republic. Stay tuned. A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It was Ernest who, in the commercials from the '80s, it was Ernest, and the, the catch frame was, "Know what I mean, Vern?" And, and he was talking to Vern. That's what it was. And the actor's name was Jim Varney. I had to Google it because it was driving me crazy. And all y'all out there, let me down. Sandra on uh, the Facebook Live said it, that he did commercials in the '80s. That's true, but it was driving me crazy what the, what the whole thing was about. He didn't have one product that he pitched. It was like it was just this character Ernest talking to Vern, and the catchphrase was, "Know what I mean? Know what I mean?" burn and he had this like big neck or whatever so i miss like old school commercials right that we used to have nowadays there's not really any commercials that people talk about with jingles now are annoying yeah i mean there used to be jingles and really clever commercials and you know i think the 80s was probably 70s and 80s for me was probably the pinnacle of really great commercials and then the only time we had really great commercials was maybe super bowl but nobody even talked about those in recent years they just haven't really been good and i think it's a reflection of hollywood going woke right i think i think that's a huge part of it as well um getting back to the speaker thing for a minute i actually had people years ago that that uh blocked me and unfriended me on facebook because i said trey gowdy was a loudmouth pretender who was the king of using his attorney skills in phony theatrical committee hearings in order to to pull the wool over uh, Americans' eyes, to manipulate them, to create a pretense, to create a false impression that he was actually holding somebody accountable when he was nothing but a phony. And that became very clear to me during the Benghazi hearings, even before I found out that he had actually negotiated with Hillary Clinton that she would only have to have one hearing before the midterms because he didn't want to influence the outcome of the midterms, which is supposed to be the whole point. It's your job to influence the outcome of the midterms, especially when the woman sitting in front of you as Secretary of State ignored 400 requests for security and allowed American citizens to be slaughtered in a terrorist attack on 9-11 and then blame it on a video. And then when you find out, as it's revealed, at least in the one hearing that we had, that she destroyed 33,000 pieces of government property under subpoena, he refused to say that she lied. So Trey Gowdy has been, has been nothing but something that needed to be scraped off the bottom of my shoe. He's another reason why I don't watch Fox News. He spent, and then he's one of the reasons why we lost the, the control of the midterms in 2018 under Trump, because he declared he wasn't going to uh, run for re-election, and then spent the, his entire last year in office doing nothing on behalf of the American people but going on a book tour with Tim Scott. So here's what that weasel had to say today in regards to the Republicans opposing McCarthy. Clip one. Uh, Look, I I got bad news for Kevin's opponents. He's got a lot more than 20 friends. 
So uh, there, there are more than 20 people that are going to say, you know what, we're not ever voting for anyone else. I mean, Brett, you got a guy who's got 200 votes and the next leading vote getter, for very good reasons, doesn't want to be the Speaker of the House. And yet this kamikaze wing within the Republican Party knows better than 85% of the rest of the conference. Jimmy doesn't want the job for very good reasons. So I, I, don't, I don't know what happens. I will say this. Uh, they didn't want a secure border. That is not what the negotiation was over, Brett. It was about it, it, the, their hand. Skins, you know me so well. Skins told me today. I said, should we play this clip? He says, yes, but I don't think you can get through it because you're going to get too mad. Still had 15 <laughs> seconds left. What a phony, rotted, fetid. He is as rotted and fetid as that toupee on his head. That cannot be Israel hair. Trump's hair is better than that. What a traitor this man is. How dare he? There's another reason why I stopped watching Fox News. Kamikaze? Well, he does have a point in one sense, is that McCarthy does have more than 20 friends. And you know what? They're all as bad as Trey Gowdy. They're all nothing but a bunch of establishment, uniparty, swamp-dwelling hacks who do care about securing the border. We're We're the ones, the 20 people that he's talking about, are the ones that actually care about securing the border. The Republican Party, the Trey Gowdy's, the McCarthy, and the rest of his 200 friends that want to support him are the ones that don't care about the border because they're the ones that have been sitting in Washington for decades letting an invasion take place, right? They're the ones that actually funded Barack Obama's refugee program. They're the ones that are actually right now sending billions and billions and billions of dollars over to Ukraine with no accountability, right? While Americans go hungry. That's who these people are. You want to talk kamikaze? Kamikaze is the establishment uniparty driving this country off the cliff with trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars more spending. Financially neutering this country, economically neutering this country, militarily neutering this country, culturally neutering this country. That's where our problem is. And this does mean, and the reason why he and the rest of the establishment are upset about it is because anytime you have somebody who's an abuser who gets some pushback, that's when they come in or, or a bully. Think of it this way. They don't, they don't want to give up their power and their control. So they're going to get a little ugly. They're going to get a little ugly and going to get a punch back a little bit, but you've got to keep punching them. And then eventually you get your power back and, and, and equilibrium, equilibrium is restored. And I don't know what's going to happen with Ronna McDaniel, but it's a very similar situation. You know, she's the head of the RNC. And Harmeet was like, you know, um, committee chairwoman was like, you know what? Um, you know, I, I'm deep in the Republican Party. I care about this party, but it cannot continue under the leadership of, of Ronna McDaniel. And Ronna McDaniel, like McCarthy, why is McCarthy not sliding in to the speaker position? Because his record is crap. Right. These are people that think that no matter how bad they perform, they're just entitled to get a position and you don't. And I don't care if you're Trump in 2024, Ronna McDaniel in the RNC running for Speaker of the House. You don't earn anything for me by showing up on the job. Tenure is tenure means nothing to me. You're showing up means punching the time clock when you arrive doesn't earn you another day's pay, in my opinion. You got to earn it for me. And Ronna McDaniel, not only has she not earned it, but when people began questioning, here's what she had to say about um, those trying to push her out. Clip three. 
Chairwoman, I do want to ask you about this because The Hill came out with a new piece today with new polling from conventions of state Trafalgar showing that 5.6 percent of Republicans think that the RNC needs new leadership. 73 percent want somebody else. I mean, those are large numbers. How do you respond to Republicans saying that they want new leadership within the RNC? I think there's a lot of disinformation intentionally being pushed out in this scorched earth campaign being run by my opponent. <laughs> disinformation? You mean your own credit card bills? Or you've been paying buku bucks in bad hair and makeup? How you spent your bills where you spent $750,000 in flowers? Meanwhile, the red wave never materialized when there's absolutely nobody happy with, with uh, President Biden's uh, administration and, and where this country is? There's no excuse. I think this, I, I, whether or not Harmeet is actually able to, uh, to you know, push out Ronnie McDaniel, whether or not McCarthy ends up being, being speaker, it is a game of chicken right now. McCarthy's digging his heels in and basically revealing who he really is, right? That he's a rhino, that any promises he's made or whatever are, are, are fruitless. He may end up being speaker, but he's going to be, he's going to be weakened. We've got to, we've got to weaken them. We've got to weaken our opponents because our opponents are within our own ranks. And the way we've got to do it is we've got to weaken them. He may, he may stay in a position of power, but he's going to be hobbled. He's going to be on a cane. And he's not going to be able to ram through his Liz Cheney, Adam Kinziger, Mitt Romney crap on the conference. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in a guy who hasn't been on a long time, Al Parada from the stream. He's got a great piece out called A Brew 2022 in Review Special, A Year in the Bananas Republic. Stay tuned for Al when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in Al Parada, I want to quickly, uh, from the stream, I want to quickly read a couple of emails I got here from listeners. Mo says, this rhino is getting his just desserts. You, once again, are right on. Go get him, girlfriend. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Um, I did take a couple nights off last week. Um, let, what else we got here? Frankie sent an e, uh, a video showing Lauren Boebert, who says that Donald Trump uh, should tell Kevin McCarthy not to run for House Speaker and got some great comments on the stream, on our stream, StreamYard stream, but I'll get to those a little bit later. Now I got to get to Al Parada. I told you guys about Al. It's been a long time. It's been a minute, as the kids say, since Al Parada from the stream has been on my show. In fact, so long, he may not even remember me. I hope he does, because I think he's like one of the funniest dudes out there. He's the managing editor of the stream, formerly the VP creative director for All Comedy Radio, Voice of, a, of America producer and passion arts minister at Living Faith Christian Church in SoCal. He's author, co-author of the Politically Incorrect Guide to Immigration and the Counterterrorism Memoir, Hostile Intent, and several plays. He's just like a renaissance dude. Al Parado, thank you for being back on the Andrea K. Show. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And I have just laughed my hiney off at this article. A Brew 22 in Review Special, A Year in the Bananas Republic. You can, you sure can turn a phrase, Al Parada. Now tell everybody how, why 2022 was a year where the United States became a full-fledged bananas, plural republic, and what that means. Okay, well, first off, what it means is it's, it's a banana republic with an added layer of insanity. And, <laughs> and, 
craziness, silly things, weird things like, you know, Joe Biden not um, will not do interviews with, with real reporters, but he will be interviewed by a guy who thinks he's a little girl. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of bananas republic. Um, reading, reading your political opponent's home for pieces of paper. You go after your opponents, you raid their houses, you, you know, take away their children, you drag their wives and children. That's banana republic. Going for documents yeah. in the, the, the former first lady's drawers and yeah. closets. Digging through, her panty, digging through her panty drawer is just a little too, too. But it's actually appropriate when you think about you know the left and how truly insane they are and completely off the rails. One of my favorite parts of the article is you talking about the primetime inquisitions and oh. other tales of despotism. The Jan 6 committee, you say, holds primetime hearings staged by a TV producer like a live production of the sound of music you particularly love Liz Cheney's number how do you solve a problem like the Donald <laughs> yeah, little tricky there. yeah I mean I, I mean to me it's her, her the analogy is closer to um, Glenn Close and um, Fatal Attraction <laughs> but, then, but this is how silly again this is so silly this is supposed to be a very serious thing again an inquisition you go after your political enemies but they do the stage production where at the end of it, they ended up, the polling showed they convinced more people Trump wasn't responsible for January 6th. <laughs> so, so, so you blew it. You, you know, you should have gotten Tarantino to direct it or something instead of, you know, some ABC News producer. It was just a joke. Be, you know, because in seriousness, part of that was because the American people, I think, like fairness, and they spend all the time watching um, procedural dramas on TV right. where people get two sides. <laughs> so if you're going to do a production, you better make it look like law and order a little bit, where it's balanced and fair. That's the illusion of it. They didn't even go for that. So it looks stupid. Well, it looks stupid, and, and, and on, on top of looking stupid, the reality is, is there's enough people out there like uh, like Julie Kelly, who's been on the show a bunch of times, and other people um, putting out the truth about what happened on January 6th. Uh, as much as the FBI, the Stasi, as you call them, uh, as much as the FBI, the intel community, the U.S. government has been working to and coordinating to shut us up on social media, on everything from Hunter Biden's laptop to COVID, they couldn't completely shut down the truth, like, hmm, who, uh, this race. Epps character, the only dude oh, they're drag. You, uh, they, you, I think you talked about them. The feds and Dems can uh, drag little grandmas in MAGA hats. Um, oh, that's that's another part. Oh, you know, here you're and talking about January 6th. You're talking about Ted Cruz. Um, I mean, he, him just you know um, grilling somebody about this Ray Epps character and the Fed's involvement. So that's, you know, the American people know that this Jan 6 committee was a sham, even those that hate yeah. Trump. Yeah. And and that's why you got to figure it didn't succeed. It's because you didn't. They, the, the script they wrote was bad. It didn't. It just didn't add up. And they said they, the FBI can find can find some grandma with a MAGA hat out of a crowd of two hundred thousand people, but they can't seem to find a guy who placed bombs, pipe was at the RNC and DNC. People forget they played, this person placed one at the RNC. They was talking about the DNC. And they're not even seems interested. But today, apparently, um, or yesterday, one of the, today or yesterday, well, they finally upped the report for information looking for the suspect. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's, probably, that's probably in front of the anniversary. You got to get a little bit of 
you know, make a, go through the motion. It's just silly. It's silly. Yeah, yeah we're talking yeah. to Al Parada. We're yeah. talking to Al Parada of the stream. You also mentioned that, the, yeah, they can go and find some little old lady in a MAGA hat out of a hundred, hundreds of people outside the Capitol, but they can't find who leaked the draft of the yeah. of the uh, the case coming out of the Supreme Court and overturning Roe v. Wade. I mean, that doesn't even pass the smell yeah. test. Do you have a theory yeah. on, on? Do you have a theory on who leaked it? Oh, my, my guess is obviously one of the uh, more radical of the clerks that works for one of the more radical of the justices. I mean, there's only so many people. This is right. Like they, like the Idaho murderer, alleged murderer from you know genome, you know genealogical blood samples across the country, but they but they can't find who in a, a room. Of, you know, of enough people that could fit in you know, such, such a small group, they could probably fit in a, a phone booth if they still were phone booths. Yeah, but yeah. They can't. Well, that seems that seems silly. It's like when they couldn't find out the FBI couldn't figure out who it was who created the office at the IRS that targeted conservatives. Who was the one who actually created the physical office and sent the letter that got people to create the office? It's stupid. Obviously, they can find out who leaked the thing. But they haven't. Well, yeah, no, they haven't. The you you also go on to point out, and and I'm glad to be able to have a laugh about this at, at this about because it, it it is insanity. We're the bananas republic, but like, we've got all the despotism, but we've w- but with an added dose of insanity. And insane is as you call the, uh, him. Uh, I call him a him because he's a him. The token transgender deputy. HHS secretary who pushed for social media sites to censor people who don't think castrating children and cutting off healthy breasts is a positive value for kids. Um, that's that's some serious insanity going on. Yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, that does get serious. Yeah, serious. But again, the third part is the same guy was expressing the other day. You know, Levine was expressing the other day how happy he was that he waited to transition after he'd had his children. Well, he's going around promoting <laughs> the castration and the sterilization of children. Did anybody ask his children how glad they were to be his children? Um, that would be uh, that'd be good. Yeah, well, let's, you have to spend more on Mother's Day than Father's Day. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, you talk about the sniffing, stumbling, tottering uh, king of a bananas republic, Joe Biden. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. It, it, Again, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia speech. Philadelphia speech. Yeah, like that. that um, he's talking about threats to democracy and dangers to democracy, while giving a speech that staging was straight out of um, Bill Yeah, Reifenstahl. Yeah, the 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 Nazi propagandist, Nazi filmmaker. It's like the lightning. It's it's like right out of a dystopian movie. Well, you know, while half the nation to being domestic terrorists. Yeah, it's just so much insanity. Any predictions that you have for twenty twenty three, Al Parada? Oh, um, Kevin, you're not going to see Kevin McCarthy and uh, Matt Gates hanging out much. <laughs> I don't think. How do you um, see? How do you see that playing out? We got a minute left. How do you see this whole Speaker of the House thing playing out? Well, I mean, there's talk that there's deals being cut. I think there's going to be enough horse trading to to stop the Kevin Costner movie, and they'll have. I think I think they'll have some sort of deals, and he'll 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 end up that I think. To, 
tomorrow, if not Friday, eventually. I, yeah, so. I think that that's what's going to end up happening. I think he's going to be forced, if he wants the position, he's going to be forced yeah. to actually come along with some conservative mm-hmm. policy p- plans and positions as Speaker. And that's the way it yeah. should be. And and, yeah. and and if and if our friends like Congressman Biggs and others hadn't done what they've done, then we would be assured of Kevin McCarthy as a Speaker and it just being back to uh, the same old uniparty system that was going on mm-hmm. before Trump and MAGA would have been effectively 100% extinguished at you know in, in my opinion and that's really what the battle was Al Parada tell everybody how they can read your work Google stream stream.org um, come to stream.org it's always there and also you can get our morning email called the brew um, sign up at the stream website or on the wonderful wonderful stream app and uh, find, find it in all right. Well, thank you for being here. Take it easy. Thank you, Katie. All right. And you guys stay tuned because we've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. That poor Eric Adams out of New York, that poor mayor, he's just feeling so put upon with anybody from the border showing up in his town. We're going to talk about that. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. The American people have learned over the past 20 months that if you want something screwed up, President Biden is your man. It has been 20 months of misery and vexation and Homer Simpson goes to Washington. <laughs> I needed some laughs tonight. I'm glad we got it. You know what's funny? Oh, by the way, little breaking news. Evidently, there uh, McCarthy has made some offers to for some concessions, and the conservatives are looking it over. And doesn't that just show the genius in the part of the conservatives? They're not kamikazes. They're basically saying, um, you know, we. And this is the way it should be. There's supposed to be debate. This thing of. Uh, as I said at the open of the show, that everybody's supposed to be in lockstep is um, tyranny. No, there, there's no two people that should be in lockstep with each other 100 percent of the time, let alone 200 and something people in Congress, right? And it should be, but it still should be kind of close in lockstep and lockstep around conservatism, not around the Democrat Democrats agenda. So if we're as so I think Al Parada's projection that he's going to be speaker, but it's going to be after some concessions. That's the way it should be. Instead of him walking in with a crown on his head like he just came out of Burger King, he's going to have to actually earn it by actually coming to the side of conservatives. Uh, Something else that gave me in skins a chuckle today, though, as we were prepping for the show, was New York Mayor Eric Adams. He is just so verklempt. He is just beside himself that the Colorado governor decided to send some, quote, migrants, i.e. illegal aliens, to New York City. And here is what he had to say about it. Clip four. The governor of Colorado is now stating that they are going to be sending migrants to places like New York and Chicago. Uh, This is just unfair uh, for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. We've done our job. Uh, There's no more room at the end, Uh, but we are compelled by local laws here that we must uh, provide shelter. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> We've done our job. No, your job is all you Democrats, speaking of being in lockstep, y'all are all about this open border, right? Until somebody's going to show up at the end. Right. And then you, and then you say, well, you know, we're forced to give them shelter. By the way, I do like Adams's accent. There's just something I find. I love accents in general. And as, as you guys can tell, I may mock a southern accent, but I'm southerner at, 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 by birth. And so we, you know, we, we feel like we have the right to mock an accent. Um, but I do love a good accent. And I think Adam's accent is charming. Um, New York, I think he says. Um, but I mean, it's just unfair for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. Well, where? Well, what what do you think's happening in Texas? They're not local? San Diego, we're not local? We're, are we national here, Skins? I don't even think about the irrationality of that statement, that this is just unfair for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. Well, Colorado is not exactly a border state, is it, Skins? You don't like them showing up at your door. Well, you know what? Too bad. They've been showing up all across this country and not even just from the southern border. But you look at uh, Dearbornistan and Dearborn, Michigan, right? You look at Minnesota. You look at many people really thought that there was a great chance. We haven't talked about this enough. The midterm elections not just had some losses for us in Congress, but we lost what could have been a great governor's race in the state of Michigan with Tudor Dixon. And one of the reasons why that state has become such a blue state, Trump tore down the blue wall in 2016, um, but that was pretty much a miracle. And a lot of people thought that after everything that had happened with Gretchen Whitmer and, um, during COVID, that Tudor Dixon, who did a phenomenal job in debates, she's such a bright conservative. People thought, you know, that her race and others were going to really go red. But the problem is, is you look at the immigration, the border issue, and we don't just have a, and have not just have had a border issue at the southern border, but also the refugee programs that have been taking place since and amped up by George W. Bush, by the way, after nine eleven. And where are all these? Where are all these refugees from all these um, Islamic countries? Where have they been bussed into or brought into and set up around Dearborn, Michigan, which has become Dearbornistan, right? In one place, Minnesota, which is where Ilhan Omar and others are from. And you know, at one of the one of the things that Trump spoke about so well when he was running for office, when he was talking about building the wall and sealing the border, was he talked about this refugee program that not only was it uh, next to impossible for us to properly vet somebody. In terms of, you know, you, you can't know when you've got somebody coming from a terrorist infested country, whether or not they are a terrorist sympathizer. You don't know. They're, and it's impossible. You're going to ask them, yo, you know, what do you think of, you know, ISIS? And they're going to go, yeah, I'm really, yeah, I dig it. You know, I mean, it's stupid. There's just no, and, and the FBI and the DOJ took out looking even the uh, fiance who came here on the fiance visa and then shot up a Christmas party in San Bernardino. If they had bothered to look at her social media, they would have seen that she had been studying at these uh, Islamic radicalized madrasas, right? But the FBI is not looking at those situations. So we've we've had a major problem now for decades and decades and decades, and it's just it's just uh, it, we've got to highlight the ridiculousness of the Democrats of this Democrat mayor complaining about how unfair it is to local governments. We've got our local governments all across this country uh, been terrorized with this. I'm curious what you think, Skins. Uh, there's there was a report out that a bunch of locals, speaking of locals, a bunch of locals in El Paso had Christmas parties and fed a lot of the illegal immigrants that had come across the border. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think good Christmas gesture, or do you think that it's aiding and abetting and encouraging illegal immigration? 
I mean, I'm all for honestly, I mean, as good, not as, as nice as it sounds around Christmas time, you know, our ancestors came here in the, in the correct manner. And I don't think there should be made any exceptions for anybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of, you know, uh, Jesus loved all people. Love, love the sinner, hate the sin. You know, the Lord would, you know, the Lord would not want us to be letting people starve, but he also did not celebrate sin and breaking and entering into a country is a crime and and committing crimes is a sin. Right. So, you know, I'm curious what you guys think about it. 888-344-1170. I hadn't planned on really putting that out there. Um, But. You know, I, I'm curious what you guys think, because I'm a Christian. I, I think we do want to help people, um, but we also have to help our own country. But at country what cost? First. Because then right. they're always going to say, well, you know, that one time around Christmas time in 2022, you know, you, you made exceptions. They, or, they, this was actually celebrating them by having a, a Christmas party for them. Here's a bit of good news, though. Remember when we reported on the North Carolina state broadcaster who was suspended because he actually used the term illegal aliens? He's been reinstated. He's been reinstated, so that's good news. Speaking of good news, I want to give you guys a little bit of an update. I'm going to talk a little bit more with, with about this um, athlete situation. Maybe I may not have time now, but anyway, yeah, I, I do have time. I want to give a quick update. It looks like the, the family of Bill Safety, Damar Hamlin, has issued a statement um, about him. They said that um, they are thankful for the public for its, quote, love and support that they're showing DeMar during this challenging time. We are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. Please keep DeMar in your prayers. I, I One of the things that touched me about the story today as I was thinking about it is that this has really been a, a story that has united, united the country. And maybe, uh, you know, and I do think it was, I do think it was appropriate to notice that this young athlete, like so many has dropped on a field i gave the stats last night um but i i I do think that it does still show that there is a cohesion in the country and it doesn't and and we love each other in this country we pray for each other we are a nation of prayers we are a nation that falls back on our judeo-christian principles and, and and we go to prayer at times and i think that this this just makes me feel a little bit better about where we're at in the country that we can all unite around this young man and pray for his recovery and know what it's like as a nation together uh, to you know, sit collectively worrying about a young man who's laying on a field, um, but we need to also be worrying about those who um, who might it, it, this may or may not have been related to the shots. But we know that there is a connection between sudden adult death syndrome and these shots. Story came out today: former Purdue and NFL player dies suddenly in his home after collapsing. He was only thirty-eight. Just the day after this story skins, we got a thirty-eight-year-old former player, DC Drano. Uh, Rogan O'Hanley says he got a text message from a former NFL player who said, if I die from a sudden heart attack or drop dead, 100% believe it was from the shot I received in 2021. I want you to be my voice and fight for me if I somehow pass. This may seem extreme, but a ton of healthy people I've known have dropped in their note with no explanation except the the vaccine being the thing that they all have in common. Let's pray. Let's pray for each other. And we'll see you on the other side of the break. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.